Much of our world is about that fairy tale ending. And while that's cute and all, real love is way more complicated. Yes, it's imperfect, but beautiful, and worth more than some fairy tale. This is the Project Real Love Podcast, where myths are dispelled and you are equipped to find that imperfect but perfect love. Here's your host, Pink Girl Teaches. For today's episode of the Project Real Love Podcast, we have a special guest with her with us. Her name is Ty Wilson freelance writer, blogger, and host of the I Am Single and Happy podcast, a podcast that has earned her a scholarship to the 2019 podcast movement event in Orlando. She has been blogging about being single and happy since 2011. Thank you so much for being a guest on our on our podcast today, Ty, and welcome. Thank you for having me, Joy. How are you? I'm so good. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I um, got the news about the scholarship um, the other night. So um, it's funny because this whole thing just started out as just a passion project, an extension of the single and, ha- and single and happy movement that, I, like I like you said, I've been writing about since 2011. And um, you know, I'm scrolling through Facebook like probably most people did when they found found out about anchor it's a free app i said i'm gonna go ahead and just you know extend the single and happy brand which is funny that i call it a brand because all of it was just like a passion project my tagline for the podcast is literally thank you for wasting your time (laughs) you know i'm i'm 46 and you know, when it comes to dating at this point, I, I have to have a sense of humor about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dating at this point is amazing. Who would have thought, you know, I never imagined my life like, you know, to be what it is. And it's not bad. I'm in a really good place. And I had to, you know, make peace with a lot of things to get to this point because I'm divorced. I have kids. Um, I thought, yes, I would be married. And I would stay married, you know, but here I am single and I am happy, though, you know, there is such a stigma sometimes being attached to being single that, you know, um, it's it's difficult or people are miserable or they are lonely and there's no fulfillment in being single. How do you how, how do you respond to people who say stuff like that? Well, at this point, I have to ignore them because they're only going by what society is teaching us, what the Internet is still teaching us, what. Um, television and radio, if you still listen to songs on the radio, is still teaching us that you will not be happily ever after unless you're in a relationship. Forget about the accolades, forget about the awards, the accomplishments, you know, the raising of children. My only child is 21 on a full scholarship in college. She graduates next year. Um, and, and that's not to say that I did it all myself because I, you know, her, her dad did a great job as well. But I say that to say that we are more than just people, especially women, because you rarely hear men, you, re- you rarely hear society asking men, why are they still single? I bet you're single and lonely. No, they're out having fun. And I think women should be doing the same. 
Absolutely. Women should be doing the same. It's, you know, this double standard just continues to exist that, you know, men can do this or, you know, they are more fulfilled or their lives are more fulfilling. And I think maybe some of it has to do with um, the narrative that there are not enough men to go around. And, you know, so women have to just accept any old thing that is thrown their way, which, first of all, no, we're not doing that. The sad the sad reality is, is that some women are accepting that. I hear the stories all the time. Um, I've literally watched friends and family settle in abusive relationships, um, cheating relationships, you know, just with somebody for years, you know, whether they're married or not. And it's even worse when they're not married because when it's over, they don't really get anything out of it. I mean, I know it's not about money, but let's let's face it. I mean, you're going to put 10 plus years into a relationship with somebody and it's over. Then, you know, you're now left to literally start over, start your life over. And it's hard starting over when you're in your 40s and in your 50s and you're starting over in today's dating climate. That's why I said earlier, you have to have a sense of humor about it because it will, it will make you cry. It will make you cry because it's so frustrating and it it can make a woman feel, especially when she reaches, reaches a certain age that there aren't enough men. Um, They say here in Charlotte that the, um, I think the ratio is 10 men to, or I'm sorry, I wish it was 10 men to one woman, but <laughs> um, one man to 10 women. Um, per, sometimes I feel like personally it might be higher than that. But um, the thing is, is that there's, I still believe there is somebody out there for, for any, for everybody. But when I ask around for, to, to those who do want to get into a relationship and start dating, what are you doing this evening? I'm at home. I'm doing this with the kids. I'm, you know, so they're not even putting themselves out there either. I'm just rambling. Yeah. But um, the point is, is that, you know, you have to definitely self-evaluate and have that self-awareness about you. Then, you know, what society says is not going to bother you. You're not going to feel pressured to stay with somebody because at least you have a man. Absolutely. You know, that's so true. Um, I laughed at what you said because that's so, you know, so many women do that. All want a man, but don't want to go out there and actually meet people. And I'm wondering, is it because you don't know where to go? Or is it that your girlfriends are married or are coupled up and they don't want to go out? So you don't want to go out by yourself? I mean, Oh, it's all of the above. I hear people say they don't know what's going on, even though if you're, especially if you're on Facebook, there's a um, option called events that will literally tell you what's going on. Eventbrite.com will literally tell you what's going on. Um, so if you're um, looking for something to do, there is something to do. Even if it just means going to a different restaurant and, you know, taking yourself yeah. out on a date. And yes, some women will be like, they, they don't want to do things by themselves, but what happens if you want to eat and you're at work? Are you just going to wait for a coworker to, you know, go out to eat with? Are you just going to keep ordering in? No, you got to step out and the weather is nice. It's hot as hell here, but it's, you know, nice in a lot of parts of the country. Um, go out and enjoy that. Stop waiting on people. 
Absolutely. You know, and I think, you know, that was such a good point, what you brought up saying that if you were at work, you wouldn't just starve because nine out of 10, they're going to go out and get something to eat. But when we now put it in perspective of get dressed up and, you know, make yourself real pretty and, you know, take care of, or you know, pay attention to how you're looking and go out and take yourself on a date, then I think, you know, that kind of changes the perspective. Right. Maybe we it, should just be saying it's time to go get a meal. Then right. we have some me time out there. It puts but, the pressure on you, I, I would imagine, for someone who ha who doesn't do that. Um, and you know what, like I said, the weather's nice now. It is time to get out the house. Um, and you know, it wouldn't hurt to, you know, maybe put on a different shade of lipstick or, you know, some blush and a little highlighter. You don't need to do a whole lot in this heat. You probably don't want to do a whole lot because we have, we also have humidity here. <laughs> humidity. Absolutely. So you probably don't want to do a whole lot, but you know, I mean, why not? Why not just go out and see what, you know, t go out to a movie. Um, you'll just never know who you might meet at the gas station. Um, if you're, you know, we all know men are, are visual. So if you're wearing a bonnet, you know, they probably won't talk to you as opposed to if you're, you know, looking cute. And th again, this is if you are looking, if you're not looking, forget everything I just said. <laughs> Right. <laughs> because being single, again, is not about just going out on. That's part of it. And it's a really fun part of it if you allow it to be. You know, if you're not just going in looking for your next husband or your next relationship, then, yeah, I mean, you can definitely have fun, you know, going out on dates and, you know, going out to a lake or what have you. You know, that's such a good point that you made is that I think sometimes also women put a lot of pressure. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves saying, you know, we may desire marriage and that might be the ultimate goal. Right. But then instead of just relaxing and having, you know, enjoying ourselves and having fun and embracing the process for what it is, you know, every every new man that you meet or, you know, every perspective suddenly becomes, is he my husband or is, you know, right. and so there's that ridiculous amount of pressure that you put on yourself. And a lot of the times it ends and on in disappointment. Yeah. You know, on the guy, you're putting it on the guy. And if he really likes you, why are you putting that pressure on him? If he likes you, he's going to like you eventually and eventually fall in love with you anyway. So there's no need in putting pressure on the guy. And if you have to put pressure on a guy, especially if he's not into you, then, you know, is he the one for you? That's what you need to be asking yourself. And All of this comes with self-awareness, and that's why it's so important to be single and happy because that's when you begin to develop that um, self-awareness that some of us may have lost while we were in relationship, relationships or in marriages. I know I did. Yeah, and I can testify to that, too. It's so important. You know, you have to have that self-awareness. And, you know, it would be crazy for us to be at this age and then go in and make another mistake. Like, you know, like at least that I like I did when I was younger and right. thought I knew everything. Like this is like about to be my golden years now. So you right. want to get it right at some times. And that means, you know, you want to get it right at this point. And so that means we're going to have to slow down. But, you know, another thing is like what I really love about your podcast is that it says single and happy. 
happy is not a destination. A lot of people want to take happy and think like, okay, so when I get to this point in my life, when I accomplish this, when I have a mate, then I will be happy. But no, your happiness starts now because if you can't have that happiness now, you're never going to have it even when you have the other person in your life. And And being happy is also an action word. I know a lot of times you may hear someone say that love is an action word. As a matter of fact, you'll hear a lot of healthy people in healthy marriages and healthy relationships tell you that love is an action word. It's not just a feeling. It's not Mm -hmm. just something that comes along when this, that, or third happens. Well, the same goes for being single and happy. Um, You know, this this blog, the blog, Single and Happy, it used to be an engagement blog. Um, I was engaged when I, I'm from New York, but I was living in Maryland. Um, and that's where my ex-fiance is. And, you know, he, he proposed in the 30s. And I'm all excited. Hello, Ty. Something about being engaged in my 30s. And it was also a wish book of what I wanted for the wedding and everything. He uh, Fast forward six months later or so, he woke me up 4.30 in the morning. We had just moved into a brand new house two weeks prior. And he said, I can't do this. So, you know, I, yeah. And so I'm in shock. And, you know, that's just something you don't, think you're going to hear at 4.30 in the morning. So uh, did I turn around and say, okay, I'm just going to be single and happy? No, No. but I did turn my blog into um, being single and happy in Charlotte because that's when I decided to move to Charlotte uh, about a week after that. But, you know, being, like I said, it's an action. Single and happy is an action. It's not something that Prayer helps. Meditation helps. All of that helps. I don't want to discount any of that. Going to therapy, if you need to do that, that helps as well. Um, But it definitely takes effort on your part. Whatever effort it is, that's that's up to you. For me, I found, you know, just getting into more of my writing building my freelance business, business, excuse me, something that I wasn't doing when I was in the relationship, you know, Yeah. Um, because I wasn't getting that support. And by the way, ladies, um, because I see this a lot in Facebook um, women entrepreneurial groups, if your husband or if your man is not supporting your business, then he is not your man. I'll just go ahead and say that Um, because he should be supporting you. I don't mean working side by side with you because, you know, not every man is going to be a writer. I mean, I have, I have yet to date a man who is a writer or who is, because I'm also in school getting my PhD. I've yet to meet a man who's doing the same thing. Um, And that's nothing wrong with that because I grew up with blue collar men. You know what I mean? And so I'm, I'd be happy with that. <laughs> and, um, but if he's not saying you can do this or how much money you need or, you know, you need some time to yourself or let me build. You know, if he's not supporting you in any way, shape or form, let me cook tonight, something like that. Or, you know, you got this, then he's yeah. not your man. OK, so I'm just going to say that. But let me jump back into how single and happy became 
because like I said, the blog started in 2011. Here we are um, eight years later with the podcast that started in January. And now it's all becoming a business where, where I'm working on a membership, membership site and everything. It will be a hub where it will be normal to be single, even though society still says that you're happily ever after it means that you are in a relationship or you are in a marriage. Yeah, society does really dictate a lot of things. And it does take a strong person or somebody who's made a resolve to, you know, not be dictated or allow society to dictate, you know, their perspective. But what and if I, I and I don't mean to cut you off, but um, when you say that um, it takes a strong person, I appreciate that again. It's just like if you're going to the gym and we all start out mm-hmm. being strong and in this perfect physique. It takes work. It really you does. You have to put in the work. It really does. And it starts in your mind. And, you know, yes. as you go, then you just continue to get stronger and continue to do the work. But what tips would you have for a single woman to try and create that happiness so that she can embrace where she is right now and not you know, allow these things to dictate who she needs to be, but so she can remain authentic to herself? Well, the first thing is to say, I am more than a wife. I am more than a girlfriend or whatever word you want to use to be a part of something. I am more than that. I'm more than, you know, I, I don't need, I don't want to say I don't need a man. I mean, I'm actually dating somebody now. I don't want to say I don't need a man because that's not, that's not the narrative that I am trying to um, portray or, or claim. Um, but we are more than that. And so you have to continue to say that to yourself. I think that's the first and foremost step because, like you said, it starts in the mind. And once you begin to tell yourself that, you will start to say, well, what else am I? (laughs) Am I a scholar? Should I go back to school? Should I do whatever Mm -hmm. it is I wanted to do when I was married for 20 years, but he never wanted me to get into that? Um, Should I move? Should I travel the world? Should I do all of it? Um, that, that, and that brings me to step two, which would be to find something that you're not doing that you want to do and just start doing it. I interviewed a lady a couple of weeks ago for my podcast and she, um, got divorced a few years ago after she got divorced, she quit her finance job. And she started traveling the world, and she has this whole movement of her own where um, she's doing these challenges from hiking to skiing to, um, you know, all, all of these crazy um, water sports that I probably wouldn't do. But <laughs> that's what's making her single and happy now. And in that, she's meeting men. So, like I said, it's not, we're not, I'm not here to say, you know, men ain't ish, you know, leave them alone. But, you know, you probably don't want to jump into a relationship. But this brings me to number three. You do want to date. Go out on dates. Go out on dates. So those would be my my three steps. (laughs) Yeah. If if there were. But having said that, um, you know, some women, especially um, those who may be widowed, they may not be ready to go on a date. 
especially if you've been married for a long time, now you're saying, oh, I should get ready to get dressed and go on a date now. You know, he hasn't been um, gone for a year yet. But, you know, with all respect, you know, take all the time you need. And I am not one, I'm, no one should be telling any widow how long it, uh, you know what, let me take that back. No one should tell anyone Mm -hmm. how long it should take for them to heal. So take the time to heal. So let me scratch out number three, because we might not be ready to go on a date this year. And that's fine. We're going to, we're going to heal. And it doesn't mean sitting in your room after work and just sitting there and hoping that the healing will fall on you. It means, again, you know, finding what it is that, what, finding your self-awareness, getting back to what makes you happy, not just what makes you and your man or what makes your man happy. You know, women, we always put in somebody else first. So this is the time to put yourself first. And your children, if you have children. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's time to, you know, like you just said, put yourself first and really find out the things that you like. Because now once you start doing those things that like you mentioned, the lady in skiing, for example, maybe that becomes one of her passions. And so while she's out there, she can meet somebody who is just as passionate about that as she is versus, you know, just meeting somebody or waiting to be found, discovered randomly. And your passions don't quite align. So it kind of puts right. you, you know, in a good position to actually meet somebody who is like minded or has, you know, similar interests. Um, but now when we talk about like oh, you mentioned the widows, we've talked about those who are already divorced. What about those who have never been married and have no children yet and are just, you know, hoping? Well, not even hoping because that's not the right word, but who are actually trusting this process to the Lord and saying, you know what, I'm going to wait on him and in his time. I'm going to meet somebody because they are I'm running into a lot of women who are in that position right now and they're feeling, well, life is passing me by and, you know, it can be frustrating. Yeah. It, yeah. It's so frustrating. And then, you know, one lady that I was coaching the other day was that was her predicament. She was part of, you know, that number, but then she had a lot of pressure from out from the outside, from her church, family, friends, what are you doing? You know, and then just setting her up with random dates it is so frustrating because not right. one of them was really qualified to be with her. Right. Well, to that I say, um, and, you know, shout out because I'm a PK, a preacher's kid, too. You know, shout out to you guys that believe, shout out to you ladies, you know, who who are waiting on him, waiting on the Lord and, you know, trusting in the Lord. With all your with all your heart and lead not to you know your own understanding. I get it. Um, but what if God? What if you sit and meditate for an hour and let Him talk to you? Let Him talk to you because He probably is trying to tell you to go back to school. He's probably trying to tell you to start that business. He is probably telling you to move to another state to another country you need to start listening to that person that you're that that being that you are waiting on so much he's probably trying to talk to you so that's the first thing the second thing is you know faith we all know faith without works is dead Mm -hmm. so you can't be waiting on the lord 
and, you know, binging on Basketball Wives, which is <laughs> the season premiere is <laughs> tonight. <laughs> so you, you can't just be, you know, in your routine of going to, going to work and coming home and making dinner and taking care of the children and, you know, laundry and all that, and then doing all, doing it all again, all again tomorrow in hopes that the Lord will finally say, oh, you know, if you go to church on Sunday and wear that pink suit, then, you know, you're going to meet the new God that comes. It's not going to work like that. It could work like that, but you're better off adding work to your faith. Absolutely. I really do believe that. You know, you, you a lot of people saying I want I'm waiting on my Boaz, but first of all, you're not a Ruth, you know? That's not right. everybody's story. And you really have to be aware of that. That's why I'm so glad that you said, you know, you need to meditate and hear what God is saying because sometimes we begin we get so we get so focused on what we want that we get tunnel vision, that everything else becomes secondary and all we want to think about is getting married when in actuality life is happening and you can't right. put off your life because you have just one life. And I'm glad that you mentioned Ruth. Um uh, just you know because she if you're if we're going to focus on Ruth and you know her Boaz Ruth was doing something See? exactly she was she was doing something she put herself in a position to be found she wasn't sitting in the room um and she she was listening to God as well but you know she was taking action yep she was positioned so just think about right and just think about how many times if you do follow if you you know are a woman of faith how many times you know god may have been trying to tell you something but you know we get into our routine so much that we're not hearing him until we are ready to call on him you know what i mean absolutely Yes, I know exactly what you mean. But, you know, let me ask you this question, right? So we have we have a culture right now that is so bent on giving women all this relationship advice. We have all types of books that are being published for women to pick up and to, you know, to, to learn how to be a wife, learn how to be a woman, learn yeah. how to be discovered. And then we have, I mean, like there are countless people who are, who and have a message, little, but there is very little telling men how to be husbands, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm saying is like, you know, women will go through all of this and we will make the investments in ourselves and do all that needs to be done and when we are really ready and we're confident and we feel like, you know what, I'm ready to move on, there is nobody on your level. There is nobody who's meeting you on your par because men haven't done the work to begin to heal from their, you know, their experiences. They are, it's almost like, you know, it seems like they just get a pass and whatever we get is what we get, which really is not the case. No, not at all. And so to that I say, that's why it's important to just focus on if you are single focus on getting to your happy place again it takes work and it's not going to be easy you're not going to smile every day around valentine's day well valentine's day passed but you know you might hear the young girls talk about what is it a hot girl or 
a hot girl summer or something like that. I don't, I forgot what it what they're calling it this this summer, but this is our our summer, girls. So this is our time to just go out there and you know, even if you're just going to Walmart or Target, whatever you choose, you know, get a little cute out there and not necessarily to you know attract anyone because you're gonna attract somebody regardless if you are doing that. But do it for yourself because it, I know it makes me feel good. Um, but we have the holidays that will be coming before you know it. That's when all the the um, families get together. That's when all the booze get together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you start seeing the proposals, the you know engagement, the ring pictures, all on social media. Um, those aren't going to be the times where you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to be single and happy. It's, I mean, it, it could happen, but, you know, there's, there's times during this journey, not so much now, but, you know, when I started out, you know, there would be times where I had to take a break from social media during the holidays because it seemed like everybody, and I don't even know that many people, but it just seemed like everybody was getting engaged. Um, everybody was, you know, planning weddings and, you know, just out of the blue, people who I thought would never get married were, you know, it just seemed like there was a virus going on. <laughs> and, you know, so from that point through um, Valentine's Day, that's why they call it uh, boot up season. Um, yeah. That is the time where it's going to be harder to, to be single and happy. So start now. <laughs> I hope this is going to. Um, this episode will drop during the summer because this is the time that we need to build and work on being single and happy. You're absolutely correct. You know, I couldn't agree more with your points. You've got to start now. You can't postpone your happiness because it's your own life. You know, it's your own life and you set the bar. And if somebody comes along, let them find you in that happy season or in that happy place and let them add to it, you know. And they're going to find you. If you're walking around, you know, minding your business, that's usually when I meet somebody. Thank you for saying mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> that is so important. Hey, it costs nothing to mind your business. <laughs> it seems so expensive, though. <laughs> it really does, right? seems like you got to get all kinds of background checks and fingerprints and everything. Oh, Lord. Yeah. yeah. No, it really doesn't cost anything to mind your business, and it is important that we do. But, you know, continue to focus on yourself and and work towards the things that, that you desire in your life or, you know, take some time to discover those things. That's so important. So those are really great points that you, that you brought up. And um, did you have any other anything else that you wanted to add? Well, I just like to uh, invite you to, um, you know, join me as a guest on my podcast. Um, I am single and happy in Charlotte and guys, I want you to follow me, um, on Instagram. I am single and happy on Instagram. Um, I hired my 21 year old daughter. So now (laughs) the, um, Instagram will, will, in her words, it will not look so Facebooky. I don't think she meant it as a compliment, (laughs) but speaking of Facebook, I am there. Um, I am single and happy and Charlotte is my Facebook page. And I also have the single and happy house Facebook group. 
All right. Well, everybody, you heard that single and happy. I would love to be on your podcast. That would be so exciting and something interesting and new for me. And um, I thank you so much for taking time out to join me on the Project Real Life podcast. And we've been talking about being single and happy. You have raised some really great points and, you know, they can really help benefit some people. And I do hope that they join you at the Single and Happy Project so that they can also continue to learn and to grow and to meet other people to be single and happy with until, you know, somebody else comes along to scoop you up. Thank you for listening to the Project Real Love Podcast. If you like what you heard, hit subscribe and share it with a friend. Connect with the host on social media at Pink Girl Teaches. Until next time, remember, this is about real love between real people.